0: In my day, the umpire traveled with the team while on the road. On barnstorming trips, the Kansas City Monarchs would take a managing crew with them. So on several occasions, I got to travel with the team as they dotted the Midwest countryside with baseball exhibitions. For an umpire, traveling with the team can be a troublesome proposition. Not only did I have to call a fair game, I also had to answer to the players and coaches on the bus ride to the next town. Trapped on a bus for hours on end, I had nowhere to run if a player took exception to a call I had made and wanted to make sure I knew he was upset. I had gotten into several brief debates with players while on such bus rides, but never had I felt truly threatened. Most players surprisingly stayed out of my way, until one night when I received a wake-up call I'll never forget. During a night game in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I made a strike three call on Kansas City Monarchs infielder Hank Bayliss. The opposing pitcher threw a beautiful curve ball by him that nipped the outside corner of the plate. I called him out, and Bayliss turned toward me and began cussing fussing and storming around like a child having a temper tantrum. He was furious. I think he was probably madder at himself for not swinging at strike three than he actually was at me, but he decided to take it out on the old umpire. I watched his rant, taking no action until he committed baseball's ultimate no-no. He bumped into me. Today, Major and minor league players and coaches are fined big bucks if they touch an umpire, regardless of whether it's on purpose or not. In the Negro Leagues, there were no such fines. The only repercussion for an umpire was to exercise his authority and toss the player out of the game, which is precisely what I did. Bayless was already dead meat when he cursed at me, but after purposely bumping into me, he was definitely a goner. Bayliss made sure to make a show of it after I threw him out. He held up the game for a good five minutes, arguing still some more and calling me a sackful of motherfuckers. Once a player is ejected from a game, he is supposed to go directly into the clubhouse, out of sight of the game and the umpire. But Bayliss was having none of that. Instead, he sat defiantly on the team bench and continued spouting profanities in my direction. Fed up, I marched over to the bench and told him sternly, "'Now I've done warned you for the last time. Get off this bench. You're out of the game. I don't want to see your face.' Buck O'Neill, the monarch's manager, stepped in and tried to coax Bayliss into the clubhouse, but that fool wouldn't budge. Finally... I threatened to clear the entire bench and forfeit the game if Bayliss didn't make a swift exit. He stormed off, slamming bats, gloves, and everything else in his path to the ground as he descended into the clubhouse. To add insult to injury, the Monarchs ended up losing the game. As I stepped onto the Monarchs bus after the game, I could have cut the tension with a knife. Every player sat there glaring at me. I would have just as soon walked to the next town rather than take a seat on that bus. But I couldn't back down from the team. Doing so would have meant losing respect and sacrificing my authority. So as usual, I ambled to the back of the bus and settled in for a long bus ride. Thanks to my military background, I had developed an innate sense of my surroundings. It wasn't that I was paranoid, just cautious. And on this particular night, even though the bus ride was quiet, I could sense that something wasn't right. Shortly after I began umpiring, I got a taste for how worked up some players could get when things didn't go their way, so I made a vow to myself to never take for granted what an unhappy player may have in store for retribution. As a rule, I kept my face mask nearby on every bus ride just in case I needed to protect myself against a player or manager who might want to act a fool.